Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Mr. Evan Brooks, and this is Nothing But the Truth. Nothing But the Truth has been going on since 2008, and like I told you before, the show talks about the issues revolving around relationships as far as if you're looking for Mr. Right, if you look for Mrs. Right, and you just get Miss Right Now or Miss Mr. Right Now, you know. One thing we talked about on the show and what we continue to talk about is having different perspectives, different views of how you deal with your spouse or how you deal with someone that you're trying to approach. You know, are you tired of the same thing that you're getting every time you're going out there, If you, every time you're on a social site or every time you're going out to the night scene, the club scene, and you keep getting the wrong thing, you're at the right place. And nothing but the truth, we offer you a different perspective on how to see things in a lighter view. We also do on the show, we talk about issues that evolves around political things that deal with culture, entertainment. The show is basically a one, one-stop shop show. And today, this is a live show. And with being a live show, people are welcome to call in. I have a very special guest, a good friend of mine. I'm going to do an introduction here shortly. But before I do, I want to give out the phone number first. The phone number to call in, you can listen, and you can go to the chat line that I have open right now. The phone number to call in is 646-716-7911. Again, 646-716-7911. Before I go into telling you who it is, I just want to put things out to you. Just make sure when you call in, if you do call in, say what's on your mind. No profanity. We're trying to keep it clean for this show here for future references for people who want to reference this show. I want to make sure that people got a good understanding of where she's come from. Let her speak. Let her say what's on her mind. And it's going to be a fun show. So let me go ahead and get the recording that I have from myself to you. Born and raised in Buffalo, New York, Miss Lewis striving to achieve her dreams. This Hampton University alumni has a bachelor's in music with emphasis on vocal performance and has been seen classically for five years now. Miss Lewis is currently contracted with the Buffalo Philharmonic Orchestra Course. She is very influenced by her HBCU, where she studied under Mrs. Merchant and has, excuse me, and was mentored by the late Dillard. Mr. Dillard, not just saying in the balance of choral or classical music, Ms. Louie has also done pageants, musical short films, and fashion shows. She has now begun her next musical journey as a pop R&B artist being heavily influenced by jazz. Okay, I'm back. So, I will bring her on the show right now. Hello, Miss Louie. How are you doing? Hey, I'm good. How are you? That's, that's, I'm doing good. I'm doing good myself. 
I just want to make sure that I have everyone's attention. I know everyone's out here wanting to know who you are, so I'll let you speak about yourself. Furthermore, I know the recording might have been outdated because I know you've been doing a lot more stuff since then. So I'm going to let you have the floor for a little bit, and then we're going to go through the questions. All right, cool. Well, um, thank you so much for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Um, this is my first interview, so you're breaking my uh, virginity here with my interviews here. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, currently, I've just been really grinding out. Um, I just got the role as Phi in Blue Monday by George Gershwin. It's um, a one-act opera, and I will be doing that with the Buffalo Opera Unlimited group, uh, directed by Tim Kennedy. Mhm. Still there? A lot of dancing. Yep, I'm still mm-hmm. here. Okay, I heard so, a little pause. Okay, oh, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> it's cool. So um, I'm just really excited about that. And then I will be singing, I will be a double feature with Bentley, the singer Bentley. Uh, she's another local artist in Buffalo, very big uh, name out here. And we'll be singing at Duke's Bohemian Groove Bar on Allen for anyone that's listening that's in Buffalo on Tuesday, Neo Soul Nights with Verse. Um, it'll be my fourth time performing with the group, and it's, I'm doing a six-song set, and I'm just really excited about that. Um, I'm going to do some songs that I've been singing in the shower for for weeks, months, and years now. So, you know, they're going to be polished because I polished them in the shower and in the mirror. and <laughs> um, You'd be surprised how much. Uh, it's just great to have an instrument that you can carry around with you Anywhere you go, you can just get up and practice. So um, I'm just grateful for those opportunities. I've been doing some fashion shows. I just uh, did a fashion shoot with uh, Darren Winslet. He is a graphic designer out here in Buffalo, and I will be doing a backdrop for I Rock I Party Entertainment Group. So that's exciting. Mm-hmm. we got to make sure we put those plugins too because people – probably see it like you sent some um, Instagrams of you performing on the stage and a lot of mm-hmm. people are looking at that too. I know some people that was on my on my page itself that were like, who is that person? Who is that? You know, what can I get some tickets? I'm like, whoa. <laughs> you know, calm right. down first. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a serious thing. So, you know, one of my questions to you is like, you know, what do you like most about your profession? Uh, is that... Um I can be immersed in it. I can constantly be surrounded by it. It's not just a career. I don't have to clock in, do a nine-to-five, and go home and then relax. My job can be relaxing, but it can also be very stressful. Um, The same things that give you joy can bring you a lot of pain. It's just like love, you know, and (laughs) I'm a diehard lover, so I'm a diehard in my music. I'm very passionate about it, so it's easy to do constantly i can be all about it um when my man's bothering me or when i'm alone or whatever i i got my music i have me i have my lyrics i have my songs i have i can just write or i can just sing and i can change my mood in a second with just music so it's always a blessing for me yeah that that is true you know music does uh touch the heart you know you get that right song it can sing you back in time to that point where you first yeah. heard of it so Yes. That's true. Speaking of that, what was one of the first songs that you ever remember hearing as, you know, when you were growing up, something that just touched you? Uh, 
um, I had the cassette tape of Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You. And so mm. I would just play that, you know, I mean, who doesn't know that song, really? But, of course, she's one of my big inspirations. I mean, what a powerful voice. And she actually started off as a model. So that's how mm-hmm. she was discovered. So it's just kind of um, inspirational. And then I also listened to Mariah Carey, Hero. Those are my two songs that, like, really define me as a singer. You know, um, I get the Mariah Carey thing all the time. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I love her. I just, I, I love, you can't, you know, you can't help but to love someone that's so dedicated to their craft and can sing so well. That's true. That's true. It's very true. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of that, since we're talking about those uh, artists right there, in um, you know, whatever times it is, you know, who do you listen to mostly on a the radio these days? Because, I mean, the music has been changing left and right in this past eight to ten years. So it's just like you got one type of groove, and then you got another group coming on. So, Well, I, I'm really diverse in my listening styles, actually. Uh, currently, I love Katy Perry's new vibe uh, with Dark Horse, and she has this another song on her CD called Legendary Lovers, and it's uh, like triumphant, and it's I love that song, and um, I really like Childish Gambino. He's he's been doing it for a while, but he's now coming out the woodworks and becoming a more popular uh, hip hop artist. I would call him. I just uh, he's he's a little quirky, like he's a little different. Uh, not to the extent of the weekend, but. <laughs> Uh, he's still got his own thing going on. I really listen to him a lot. And the classic Beyonce, uh, the <laughs> runs of Beyonce. I mean, who can't deny Drunk in Love? I mean, that song is just Yeah, hot. that is like a good song right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's just hot, you know. Who wants to? Yeah. We've gotten to the age where, it, especially like with Justin Timberlake's whole entire album, you know, we've gotten to the age where we're meshing cultures and meshing genres together now it's not just r&b pop uh you know jazz classical or hip-hop or rap it's, it's not country or anything like that or it, we're meshing them all together we got the indie artists coming out with or the rappers with with who, who was it not two chains somebody juicy J is on katie perry's track on dark, dark horse now yeah that's that's a good mix for me yeah <laughs> you know I, I like katie perry that's my that's my girl. She do firework, mm-hmm. and you know I love her. And I'm, I'm not really a Juicy J fan, um, honestly. <laughs> I don't yeah, but understand. it, it threw you off when like you seen it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I like to um, when I'm with my friends, we like to play around. I'll, I'll answer his questions because he raps like in questions or in statements, and I'd be like, "Really? Okay." <laughs> like you gotta answer him because that's how he talks to you in his raps. It's funny. I love it though. Mm-hmm. You gotta be mm. um, very charismatic and active in your music when you're making your own. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's what I see. That's what I see. Like if it's real, that's that's one of the things you see right there. Someone's immersed, you know, being themselves and not like, hey, I'm here because you, you can feel it. The audience can feel it probably more than likely. That's how I see that. It, that person's not sincere. They're just here to make a quick book and bounce. So, right. Uh, 
Now, speaking of songs, you know, we're talking about songs. Let's talk about your songs, you know. You know, what songs that you're most proud of singing and why? Oh, what songs am I most <laughs> proud of singing? Hmm, that's a good one. Okay, well, um, honestly, I love singing my classical music like I really do I have this one song the Queen of the Night aria uh, Mozart aria and um, that's in the Zauberflute which is it's a German piece mm-hmm. it's also it's called Der Hölle Rache it's, I know I'm sounding probably crazy <laughs> but no, I no, love no. that song no. <laughs> I just love that song I love singing it it's, it's so high it's high up but it's dramatic and you can get really intense and I feel um, very, I don't know if bougie is a good term, you know, bougie when I'm singing that song, you know, coming from Buffalo, the east side, and uh, my mom was always telling me when I was younger that I need to venture out and stop just listening to R&B and hip-hop music, you know, because that's what all my friends were listening to, that's what we were all singing in, in classes and study hall or, you know, when you're young with all your friends, you know, that's what you're doing. You don't listen to class. You don't go to operas with your friends. You go to concerts with your friends when you're yeah. young. So I'm just glad that I was able to branch out and listen to stuff like that. So I really enjoy singing my opera music. But when I'm singing just popular music, um, I sing this one song, Free, by Denise Williams. It's an older song. I, I know that song. Know. Oh, you know that song? Oh, <laughs> I know that song. <laughs> Yeah, I, I want to sing, but I got it. No, no, this is your show today. <laughs> oh man, I know I that, song. that song. Is, that song is just. Um, I didn't know it until my band, The Secret, uh, that I perform with locally, uh, asked me to perform it at the Mason Banquet in November last year. And when I performed it, I got such a good vibe from the audience. And you you feed off of that as a performer. I'm not used to doing, like, stage performances with bands that often. So I'm used to, like, musicals and orchestras and, um, you know, someone conducting me. I'm used to a conductor being there to mm-hmm. move the band or move the choir or the orchestra, move us all together. So when you're with a band, you're kind of the conductor and the singer, and, you know, you lead the vibe, but also the audience can lead you. So when I sing that song, I can feel the vibe, especially with the older crowd who really know the song. They like my take on it, and I really enjoy singing it. It's just a, a good feeling. Yeah, I feel you on that. That song will open you up. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> I'll be I'll listen in the car. I don't care. I'm like, what's his name? Uh, Don John. Be up in there saying until <laughs> I get to the stoplight. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Continue singing. <laughs> who cares, right? Charge yeah, people who next cares? time. They, they looking at you. Tell them I know that. Charge for that performance, okay? <laughs> I know that. Shoot. Okay. Well, speaking of one of the most proud songs that you have sung, Going on a 180 uh, perspective, what is one of the songs that you probably said, well, you know, I wish I didn't record it. I wasn't feeling it that day. I really wasn't feeling that song. A particular song like that in mind that you might not felt like it was the greatest 
that you had um, to record or perform? Hmm. I have, I don't want to bash one of my recordings that I already got out, but there's a recording that I have on my SoundCloud, and we did it in one take. I, I recorded it with a friend, um, and we did it in one take. And everybody loves it. It's getting a good play. It's not as big as one of my other songs on my SoundCloud, The Girl Put Your Record On by Corinne Bailey Ray. Everybody loves that. I don't know. For some reason, mm-hmm. it's just like the hit. I love her. But anyway, we're not talking about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can hear everything. Oh, you know, As a classical singer, as like a trained singer, being in choir with my concert choir, the traveling choir of Hampton University. Mm-hmm. My day and age, they were not brutal, but they let you know when you were flat or off key. Them girls did not hold up. They did not care about your feelings at all. They let you know how good or how bad you were. So, you know, being in that for almost four years, I've come to a part in my music where I want to be perfect. And especially in a recording, when you record something and you put it out there, it's out there forever. You can't take it back anymore. So... After that, it's made me really um, reluctant. Um, I have to make sure I have the right studio. i got to listen to the sound quality of the producer and the production and make sure that their mic can capture my sound because it's a lot more, um, I have a higher pitch sound. And I'm getting to learn the studio work of everything. So, But I've learned that I, if I'm not 100% about something I record, I will not put it out because I can't take it back and it will be out forever. Now I have to listen to the song, and every time I hear that note, I can cr- I'll cringe. It just sucks. <laughs> mm. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, seriously. Now, I, I believe you. I I believe you. Like I'm like that at work. Like it has to be right. If it's not right, let's do it again. You know, it's, right. you know, man, it's, it's the same thing with carpenter. Like, if you're building a house and you build the structure wrong or something, or um, one of my friends is a contractor and he sees cracks in the wall and he gets frustrated because he's like, they didn't apply this right or something. I don't know how to make walls, but they'll, <laughs> say, they'll get frustrated with that because that's a big deal. you got to live with that wall now until someone fixes it. Exactly. So it's the same That makes concept. sense, too. That makes sense. Okay. Now, we've been talking about, I know you're talking about the music as far as more like your sources came from when you went, you know, growing up. So how did the modeling and acting come together? I know people are like, how did she do that? You know, because you're like a one-stop shop, too. You know, you got everything. You got the whole whole thing, you know? (laughs) Oh. I, I'm trying to have the whole thing. I, uh, oh, whatever. You got the whole thing. <laughs> well, <thank laughs> See, I don't know, man. She got a short film that I seen her in, and I was like, wow. Like, I jumped. I jumped, everyone. I jumped, and I was like, whoa. That affected me. That happened in real life. And we'll talk about that down in the interview. But, you know, how did you do the – how did you get into the modeling and acting? Um, I was in college at Hampton University in Virginia, and – um. I mean, I'm pretty. I have a nice face. I have freckles, and uh, I guess I'm pretty. You know, <laughs> you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a beautiful girl. I'm not going to sit here in front. And so one day, you know, people, guys who, quote, are photographers will come up to you and go, you know, you look so pretty. You should be a model. And one day I was at work in the mall somewhere. I don't even remember. And 
someone stopped me while I was at work and gave me their card and said that they were having a fashion show and that they would like me to be in it. So I was like, okay, I guess, why not? So I did the fashion show in Virginia. It was like my first one. And mm-hmm. then some photographers found me and were like, we should just shoot a little bit. Like, whatever, you know, I got a couple of concepts. I did like a car shoot. It was like my first shoot. And I was really scared because... People in this industry, in that modeling industry, especially when you're first starting out and you're young and you're beautiful and you're alone, they will try to take advantage of you and try to take advantage of that, um, you know, that newness, that those insecurities that you have, the innocence of it all, and um, they'll take advantage of it. And you have to know when to say stop. And when someone's offering you this help, and you got to realize that everyone's not just helpful you know this you're not at home anymore you're not with your parents and this is not high school or elementary school when your teachers you know people tell you things you have to realize that everyone's not here to help you anymore people are trying to get one over on you every once in a while and you got to put your guard up especially in the industry so I learned in the beginning uh, how that worked and then I gradually just started doing more and more fashion shows when you start networking that's one of the main goals of mine now it's just, just constantly network. You got to go out. Uh, I saw something on Instagram like these girls out here want to meet Mr. Wright. What's he gonna do? Break into your house? Like you can't, <laughs> you can't stay in the house all day and say you want to do something and you want to be this model or you want to be a singer or you want to be an actress. Um, it's okay if you want to stay in the house all day and you want to be uh, a computer technician or something. Cause you know what do you you do that? You study that. When you want to be these things that really depend on your popularity, honestly, then you have to go out and network, and that's one of the main goals, along with eating healthy, taking care of your body, your skin, your nails, your uh, hair. Everything is, is really important, and I don't think a lot of people know that when they're thinking about it. When you first get into it, you're like, I just want to model. Take some pictures of me. I look good. You know, I'll get my club dress and we'll go to the studio. You pull out a white sheet of paper and we'll just take some pictures. And it's not like that. It's it's really, you got to know your angles and you got to practice in the mirror. And um, I watch America's Next Top Model all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. And those, like now Tyra's on the show a lot more than what she used to be. And she gives a lot more tips now. And you can find, like, clips where she just gives tips on YouTube and things where I watch, and because I've done pageants a lot, my my model walk is pretty good. So I've walked in about five fashion shows now. Uh, most recently at this Buffalo Expo about last week, they did a fashion expo. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. I was honored to be in it. I walked for uh, a boutique called Head Over Heels, and I mean... It was awesome. I have a picture on my Instagram. Uh, it's just Jatan Louis. You guys should go see it, and you can click on their stuff. Their clothes are amazing. So um, it's a lot of it's a lot of fun, but it's a lot of work. It took a long time to get here. I'm not gonna lie. About like three mm. years to get to this point where I'm at in the modeling part. I see. I see. And some people think I, they can walk in there and think, oh, I can do cakewalking. No, like you have to. Like anything that you really want, you have to apply yourself to. So, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Physical beauty is not as, it's just as hard as book smart sometimes, you know. Some people, yeah, they are born with it. But 
to be what they want you to be in the industry takes a lot of discipline. You know, people get pleasure out of eating whatever they want. I love cookies, okay? I love cookies. I can't help <laughs> I had five oatmeal cookies for breakfast yesterday, okay? Wow. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to, but they were just so good. <laughs> and um, Were they talking to you like, hey? Oh, man, I had to have them. They were just, they were nice and soft. Anyway, but I got to say no to those things sometimes. I can't always indulge in that. Um, I have to, I have to tell myself constantly that th- these small things might not kill me today or might not bother me today, but if I do these small things every single day over time, it will accumulate, and that's how things start, and that's when you get to the point where you didn't even, like, you get, how did I get here? You ask that question yeah. to yourself, and that's what happened. You ate those five cookies every single day, Brittany, and now you are big, and oh well. <laughs> you should have mm. known that five cookies every morning for three months was going to not be good for you. So, you know, you got to be conscious. Yep, yep, that's true. That's true. Now, speaking of that, you know, we're leading to the next question is, how do you stay in shape with the schedule you have? You know, a lot of people like to know, like, how does that work? <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, Planet Fitness is 24 hours, luckily. So uh, when I get out of some, I'm contracted with the Philharmonic Orchestra course, and we have rehearsals on late late nights, like from 7 to 10. And after that, I'll go to the gym, and I'll knock it mm. out for two hours, and you know, or I'll do a two a day. I can go to the gym anytime, and I I'll just go for thirty minutes, like right before I have to go somewhere else. I'll go for thirty minutes, real, really quickly, just to do a quick cardio and maybe a quick couple of squats. Cause I mean, what girl? I, all I can do is suggest to do squats every single day. <laughs> That's all I can do <laughs> is suggest that. It don't matter. Um, whatever else you're doing, just squat and do it real quick for like <laughs> just ten reps. Uh, of squats will really help every single day. It's the same thing with the five cookies you can do with the five squats. So um, that's, mm. that's how I do it. That's exactly how I do it. I, I, if I don't have a lot of time, I put my ankle weights on really quickly and I do some leg rises like for like 10 minutes and then I'm out, gone. I got to go do something. Or right before I go to bed, I do 100 or 300, 100 to 300 sit-ups depending on like, I have circuits. I do muscle circuits to confuse mm-hmm. my muscles, and I've researched a lot of things. And I'm not really big on cardio, so I don't have to spend that much time. Because a lot of people, what they do is spend a lot of time running. They'll do a, like a five mile jog or something, and that's a that's a long time for me. I don't have enough time in the day for that right now. Mm-hmm. When I get a manager and a you know an assistant and all that stuff to wash my clothes and clean my house and <laughs> do all the yeah. regular day stuff that I have to do as a regular person, uh, then I'll do my five-mile jog. But for right now, I have to just do what I can. And it's really helped because, you know, like I said, those things add up over time. Um, I was reading this book called The Slide Edge by Jeff Olson, and it's a real inspiration to me. And he talks about how you do these things daily, and they'll add up over time. And he made a, a great point how some people think – you know, they want to lose weight. They want to lose weight. So they go to the gym for the first week, and they, they go hard. And then by the second week, they're exhausted, so they're over it. And you don't really see any results because you only did a week of working out. Or, you know, mm-hmm. 
it's the same thing as you want to jog for an hour <clears throat> or if you want to do 30 minutes a day jogging rather than doing three hours in one day and then not working out for the rest of the week. Mm. So, I see you know, what you're saying. Over time, it's, it's more of a over t- time. You have to be patient with it. You just have to be patient. That's what mm. it sounds Mm. For everyone that's listening in right now, the chat room is still trying to pop up, but you need to call in right now because we're going into our extreme 15 minutes as far as uh, making sure everything gets taken care of. We're still on air, but the number to call in to listen is 646-716-7911. Again, 646-716-7911. So you already talked about your you know, book that expired you. And, you know, you doing your time, I know you're busy and stuff, but when you have when you have your spare time, what do you do? You know, you know, I know <laughs> I know Miss Louie has to have that chill moment. Everyone has to have that chill moment where they'll go crazy. <laughs> yeah, I got my chill moments. I be I be chilling, I be chilling, no. <laughs> um I don't what do I do to chill? Honestly, I really don't chill often, so if I'm chilling, I try to make productive chill time with my friends. Mm-hmm. So we'll do something along the lines, like if I have to go shopping for a fashion, like if I have to get something for a shoot or do something, I'll invite my friends, and that's my chill time, my car ride to such and such. Or um, I know, right? <laughs> I, no, seriously, though, it's, it's ridiculous. And um, But I'm not going to lie, it'll be really late after my gym or something, and I'll come home and I'll lay down and have like – a pineapple and vodka, because that's my drink. And mm-hmm. um, I watch, I have Hulu Plus, so I watch Scandal, Glee, uh, Nashville. That is my show, okay? Nashville is <laughs> popping. <Yeah. laughs> and uh, what else do I watch? Uh, Naruto, I watch anime. Don't judge me. And <laughs> I ain't judging. I watch Star Trek. <laughs> okay, so I feel you. <laughs> so I watch like a... a a wide variety of things, but I catch up real quick in like a day, and then I'm over it. I, I'll lose some sleep for it, but it's okay. Yeah, everyone's got to have time where they do them. I mean, you don't, you lose your mind, you know. Mm-hmm. That, that makes sense right there. So, you know, we're speaking, going back into our our music, you know, and what you did and what you um, are doing do you sell, do you see yourself doing any uh, openings for anyone near soon like Jill Scott, uh Marsha Ambrosia, Raheem Devine? You know, mm. do you do you see that coming? I see it coming, but do you, do oh, you, you see, see it, it coming? coming. <laughs> I see it coming. I, this is how I see it. This is how I see it. I see it as the Hampton Jazz Festival 47, mm. <laughs> which is around the corner. I would love to do that. I know some, you know, because I went to Hampton University, uh, it's the same city, so they're really involved in that stuff, and I would love to do, like, open for, yeah, those are some big names that usually come out down there to the Jazz Fest. I would love to do that and do some jazz things, but if I was to go on a on a wider scale, not just for a jazz festival, but overall mm-hmm. in general, if I was to go on tour and open up for somebody, I think I would do mm-hmm. more like a Drake, Miguel, Janae, The Weeknd, um, B.O.B. or uh, along those lines, I think my personal style would fit. I would be okay. a good opening for them. Yeah. 
Oh, okay, so y'all hear that. So when y'all go back and listen to this podcast again, she already told you who she opening up for, you know, so hint. <laughs> Message. Drake, Drake only in Toronto. I'm not that far. Toronto is not that far. I got a girl up there. I could come up there all the time. Okay, Drake, listen to me. Here I am. <laughs> Don't get me. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, well, if your work, like you say, you don't have that much free time and what you do, you know, hanging out with your friends, how much studio time do you see yourself accumulating, like, on a weekly basis? Mm. Honestly, I don't – I'm not in the studio that much right now. When I go mm-hmm. to the studio, it's in stints. So I went to Virginia uh, a few – like a month ago or so, and I did a lot of studio time there. I'll just – I'll take, like, a week off of some – of everything else I have to do and just focus because even though I write I on my own and things I'm more inspired when I'm writing when I hear the music that I'm writing to it's because I'm so musical I didn't start off as a writer but I can write but mm-hmm. I started off as a singer I love notes and chords and music I love the choir and, and harmonies that's my thing like that's why I love jazz so much for the you know the jazz chords and the, these blues chords and I love those things. So when I hear them, it really inspires me with words to come out with better words for that type of music. Um, so when I do go to the studio, it's definitely in a an allotted time. Like I'll go every day for a week, or um, I'm actually going to the studio to record with uh, Timmy Green, who's a local rapper uh, slash our uh, singer here in Buffalo who's really popular among the college students. So I'm trying to get my college thing going on since I'm a little bit older. So we're going to the studio next week. Ain't nothing wrong (laughs) with a little, you know, I got a little bit of a maturity on me. I know what I'm doing. Okay. That's (laughs) that's all there is to it. (laughs) So um, I'm excited for that. We're going to the studio next week to bust that out, and then we're going to shoot a music video for that. So it should be awesome. So y'all better look out for that. You hear her. She told okay. you. <laughs> so that's look out, speaking of Jatan Louis. Any other upcoming projects that you are working on? Like any more of those short films? Um, well right now I've been so focused on my classical music that I haven't had time to really search for anything else to do. Uh the Philharmonic uh, Orchestra, of course, takes up, it's not too much time, but because I'm part of the pro corps, I try to stay on top of my game since I am getting paid to be there. A lot of people volunteer their time. It's a older choir with over 100 people, and it's very talented. And um, But I, I want to be on point if, if I'm going to be one of the superiors of the group. So I try to stay on top of that, and then I just got the lead in this opera. So... You know, I got to be on top of my game there as well, and they're doing a lot of movement and dancing. So I'm trying to get back into my dancing stuff. I used to dance for 14 years. Wow. So I stopped to yeah, I stopped to you know do sports and volleyball and things and but um. Mm-hmm. So I haven't really been into the acting as much as I want to be, but I feel like the with the change of the weather because Buffalo was frozen over. So with the change of the weather, I feel more things coming, more opportunities coming, especially with the networking I've been doing. Um, I've met a couple of playwriters actually up here who are very interested in working together. So we'll see what happens. Mm. Mm. 
Interesting. Yeah. As far as, in your honest opinion, because I mean, I, I see you going forward. I'm talking about going forward very fast. What do you call your formula to success? What would it be if it was something that we can put onto a PowerPoint and say, hey, this is what you probably need to follow to get where she went from A to B to C? Um, I think that, honestly, from A to B to C, the the formula, there's no set formula. The plan is to to have a plan. Get a plan and set. Start to plan. Get knocked down. And then redo the plan. And then get knocked down and just keep redoing the plan until you get there. Because with every knockdown that comes, you know, you get more experience. You're more and more experienced. You know what not to do. You know what to do. You know who to talk to, you know, and where to go. And honestly, for me, last year this time I was in Virginia and I had to move back home to Buffalo, which I don't mind. I love my home where I'm from. And that transition is what made me say, Brittany, well, that's my original name. I can't, you know, I'm like a Rihanna. I can't get out of saying Robin. Robin is Rihanna's real name. Mm-hmm. I can't get, get out of saying Brittany, even though my middle name is Shatan, which is my performance name. I was named after my aunt uh, who Shatan. passed away when I was younger. <laughs> so it's Shatan. And um, I, I want to uh, do that for her. I love my my middle name. It represents her. She was very important to me. So excuse me for continuously using my birth name. <laughs> but, wrong you know, that. I just have to keep going. And when you get knocked down, when I got knocked down and I came back to Buffalo, I told myself that I it's now or never. This career is not a career where you're in your late 30s and 40s just starting to make it. I don't. If I don't try right now, if I don't bust my butt and lose sleep and grind really hard and watch what I eat and practice and do all these things right now, then I won't get it. I have to do it now. It's now or never. So I got back and I got on my workout kick and I lost over 50 pounds at that point. Wow. And thank you. Yeah, it was, it was, <laughs> it was hard. But I got there, you know, with the push from my family, of course. You know, mm-hmm. my my father told me, he looked at me, and he said, Brittany, oh, my goodness, I can't stop saying it. But he was like, do you always want to be just a pretty face? Because you're always going to be a beautiful girl. So do you want people to look at you and say, you're a beautiful girl? You know, but, you know, big girls get it a lot. I was a big girl. People used to always come up to me and go, you're so beautiful, but you must not be serious about your craft. You know, because mm-hmm. honestly... Being an artist is not just about your voice. There's so many talented people. Buffalo is lousy with talent. I've met so many talented singers. It's ridiculous. I'm intimidated, honestly, by a lot of these singers because they're so good, and they've been doing this band and gigging thing a lot longer than I have. But Mm -hmm. I have training, and I have a special spin to my thing, and I've worked hard to look this way to be the complete package. I've worked hard in... um, my personality on how to speak, 
um, that's where like pageants come in. And, and this interview, even though it's a phone interview and we're on the blog and we're doing this, and I've never mm-hmm. done this on one-on-one, I've interviewed a lot for pageants. And that's mm-hmm. that's scary, okay? <laughs> that's a little scary. So this is this is so comfortable for me, rather than that. And um, yeah, I try so, to make it comfortable for everyone. You know, I don't want you're anyone very to comfortable. be like, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's very true. So as far as that goes, uh, I know we talked about the music industry eight. To ten years ago, compared to now, what do you think the next trend would be? I mean, you're an up and coming, rising artist, so you're looking at trends constantly. Where do you see the next trend going into? For music, personally, mm-hmm. I feel I feel like overall we're at the turn of like a cultural century of of some sort, like if like a renaissance, Bruno Mars and and. Justin Timberlake and Beyonce are like reinventing things. I love like uh, Cosmic and the Machines. Uh, no, Cosmic Love by Florence and the Machines. That's one. Mhm. The music, and not just in music, but like you know, gay marriage becoming legal. Um, weed is starting to become legal in some states. Colorado, I think, said that they made over a million dollars in taxes from. Weed. Don't quote me on that. I saw it on like Yahoo or something when you you know search the things. So with that, and then we have African American president, and then Hillary's. You know, I'm a New Yorker, so I'm I'm a Hillary girl. So Hillary will be running, and with all these things going on, and you know, even overseas, there's revolutions going on that we have no idea about because you know we're focused on living our lives. But there's so many turns in. Um, thinking, you know, old habits are dying. Just gay marriage becoming legal alone is a big feat for America. So with that being said, I think that it's going to be a lot more mixing and melting going on now. We're definitely a melting pot as a community and as a culture, but in the next few years, I can see things really colliding and becoming more and more uh, like an evolution of music and an evolution of thinking. Mm. I can see that too. I mean, there's a lot of changes that's coming in this country. You know, a lot of laws are about to be overturned. And mm-hmm. like I say, I, I travel. My job makes me travel a lot. So, revolution everywhere. I mean, I know people be like, oh God, revolution, but. Hey, you know, if people don't like what it is, it actually says in our constitution that you had a right to change. Your government, you know, if it doesn't work, just change it. That's why this whole country was founded. They didn't like what they were dealing with with the British, so they changed the rules. Right. And I have one final question for you. And a lot of people have been like, what is this? What is this? What is she like? What is she like? Oh, What's your favorite sports team? <laughs> Uh-oh, what's my favorite sports team? Uh-huh. I'm not a big sports person. I'm not gonna lie, but Uh-oh. the Eagles, you know, I'm okay. a girl <laughs> anything. Yeah. So you know, I'm a Buffalo Bills girl at heart, die hard. Love my Bills, love the Sabers. But on a personal preference, if I put my pride aside, I like the Eagles. Okay. 
Okay, nothing wrong with that. I hope you still like them, too. I don't know if Vic is going to be actually leaving mm. or not, because I was looking at that, too, and that kind of hurt me. It felt like someone kicked me in my leg. Mm. <laughs> He's a native of uh, Virginia. Yes. So they talk about yes. him a lot, so yeah. 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 Someone will pick him up. Trust me on that. Someone will. Can't deny Shoot. talent. Exactly. Well, you know, this is about the end of our show. I want you to plug in all your information from, you know, where can people uh, download some of your songs or even purchase CDs if there is CDs available now, upcoming events again, your uh, fan page. I want everyone to know how to get in touch with you. You know, this is for the, the audience you got people who listen to the show, you never know, actually be like, hey, I'm an agent. I would like to, you know, talk right. to her more. Put all the information that you can out right now. This is your time. All right. Well, if you go on to Facebook, it's Brittany Jatan Louie. If you want to search me for my professional page, if you want to go on Instagram, it's Jatan Louie. Uh, my SoundCloud is also Jatan Louie. You spell Jatan, J-E-T-A-U-N. L-O-U-I-E. I would 